0: It's the Face of Chicago Business Podcast introducing you to the stories behind the faces focused on fixing today's problems with thoughtful leadership and purposeful
1: living. Sit down with us as we get to know the individuals who make our city second to none. How are you guys doing? I'm Tony Arce and this is the Face of Chicago Business Podcast. Today I'm joined by Maria Puche. Maria, thank you for joining us.
0: Thank you. I appreciate this opportunity. I oh,
1: no, know. I'm excited to share your story.
0: <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, I would love to you know, be able to inspire any of our listeners with, with a little bit of my story. <laughs> Hopefully.
1: I, I'm sure you will. I'm sure you will. Now, you've only been in Chicago for four years, right? Yes. Where, where'd you come from? Let's just start with that.
0: So I'm originally from Columbia. Okay. I grew up in the city of Louisville, Kentucky. I don't know if any of our listeners have ever been there but it's actually a very diverse uh, city. It's a refugee city. There's a lot of people from Cuba, from uh, different parts of Africa, uh, Eastern Europe. And uh, I grew up there, and then with my job at an accounting firm, they relocated me to Chicago, wow. and I got to experience this beautiful city. <laughs>
1: now, I mean, I, I actually never heard that about Louisville. I mean, I've been there, but never never realized that, that it was a refugee city. Now, you, but your parents didn't come here because they're refugees, right? No. So there was, it was a choice that uh, they made, because I'll, t- I'll let you tell me about it.
0: Yes. So in Colombia, there was a big um, recession back in the early 2000s. And we had family in Louisville. My aunt has lived there for almost 30 years now. Her husband is from there. And we had an opportunity to, hey, come looking for the American dream. So my parents made that hard decision of, hey, let's pick up our bags. Let's pick up, you know, leave behind the life that they had built and move to this country. They had to start from zero, but you know, us Latinos, we thrive, we keep on going no matter what. So we had to adapt.
1: Wow. And I mean, do you remember what kind of was going through your head when that, when that happened? I'm sure. I mean, at nine years old, you got friends, you got family, you have everything your whole life there.
0: Yeah, it was different. I think it was my first um, opportunity to experience how to handle change, how to, Uh, become adaptable you know everything was brand new we had to learn a new language we had to you know see new faces Mm -hmm. come to a completely different environment than when we were used to so it was it was challenging at the beginning but at the same time uh, I don't know I think my personality I'm always up for the next challenge I'm always I get excited about learning new things about meeting new people so even with a little bit of um, uh, you know being a little bit scared there was also that a, a little bit of excitement about, okay, what what is there to come? Uh, we always hear about America, the United States, how amazing it is, the land of opportunities. So uh, I always, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a believer that um, even though you might be facing challenges, you always got to stay excited about, hey, what opportunities can come from this? That's even awesome. at that young age, that's what I still remember.
1: So, I mean, I, I could tell you have a very positive attitude. It seems <laughs> like it's been that way since you were very, very young as well. Now... Of all the places, why Louisville? Why would your family from Columbia go to Louisville?
0: Yeah, so my aunt—we uh, had that was the only place where we had family. Mm. So following our family, she has lived there for over uh, 30 years. She went to the University of Louisville, then she met her husband there, and she had she had been there for so long, and so that is what encouraged my family to make that move to Louisville, Kentucky. The, the first location where we wanted to set our flag and, um, you know, experience what uh, United States, America, with them, where we wanted to build the American dream. For sure. We didn't have family anywhere else. And it, it's scary just to mm-hmm. go to any place, right? So we wanted to be close to family. So that was the main reason.
1: Now, this is your uh, mom's sister, right? Yes. So older sister or, or younger? Younger th- sister. Oh, wow, okay. Yeah. So followed the baby sister out here. Yes. Now, so what, what was it like growing up as a Colombian fresh from Colombia in Louisville I mean of all the places and we know what it's like in Chicago and it's very diverse but um you know, yeah what was that like
0: yeah back in the day so um early 2000s Louisville was not as diverse as it is now for sure so back in the day if you will run into another Hispanic it was like the most amazing thing ever they will become your friend right away you will start speaking spanish you will get their phone number we will become best friends because it was so rare yeah. to be able to speak your native language with another individual in the same uh, mm-hmm. city mm-hmm. so being hispanic in a place that was um you know where people were not used to seeing hispanics where we we're seeing people that were different than them you know it was challenging you know people would give you a, a look sometimes like oh you're, you're different right but um, I think that the key in that experience is to always prevail you know yeah. even with different even looking different, even um, seeing people who might not support you because you're different you always gotta keep on going. You always gotta keep uh, you know with your your goals in mind.
1: And what was I mean what are some of the things that I guess um, were difficult about beyond I mean language I'm sure is always uh, a mm-hmm. barrier when you, when you're new here right but even just culturally, what were some of the things that you noticed that were different from um, I guess just being in the South, being in Louisville.
0: Yes. Well, a lot of the big differences and also comparing it to my life back in Colombia. We always had, you know, kids running outside, playing. And now moving to Louisville, is like nobody will go outside. Oh, really? No. It was all, you know, neighborhoods. Everybody would stay indoors. You wouldn't mm-hmm. really see kids outside. Interesting. So it was very different than the child, childhood that, was, that I was used to back yeah. in Colombia. I don't know, people are just more reserved. Um, I don't know if it was just maybe that neighborhood, uh, but it was not as, um, I don't know, it didn't feel as welcoming as, as, uh, or as warm as what I was used to back home. Um, but hey, we, even with those challenges, you know, my parents always did their best to always make our home feel like a home. Yeah. You know, my, I have an older sister. Um, she actually works with me right now. We are so close. And then I also have a younger brother. He was only one year old, so wow. most of his life, everything that he knows is this country. For sure. So hey, even with the with all the different things, the big change and adapting, being the only Hispanic in the classroom, out of all the students, and being the only person that spoke Spanish while I was learning the language, yeah. you know, you would get a lot of attention from the other students. Let's just say that. For sure, for <laughs> sure.
1: Now, so so after school, you followed your uh, aunt. In, in her footsteps, right? And and went to the University of Louisville. Yes. What did you go to school for?
0: So I went to school for accounting. Okay. Um, I first started business school wanting to figure out, okay, you know, business sounds very uh, stable. Let's go for something like accounting. You know, every company needs an accountant. <laughs> so it's the most stable job you could possibly get. And uh, that's the reason I ended up. But um, as I got more involved in that career, in that industry, I I started realizing that it was a great stepping stone. And it opened a lot of doors and opportunities to anything else. And this is all while you were in school still? Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, even while I was in school, um, there were a lot of special programs. For kids that uh, that did accounting, mm-hmm. a lot of the cons- big consulting firms, accounting firms that are so well known, they usually look for, look for accounting students. Yeah. and I didn't know that when I picked that career, but I started I started uh, realizing more and more of that as I got involved. So uh, I guess my encouragement to everyone who's maybe going through college right now and they're listening to this is to just get really involved. Ask or, ask those questions. Sure. You know, what is available. Uh, that degree that you're going after, what, what are the opportunities that are available? Uh, whenever we think about accountants, what's the first thing that comes to mind, Tony?
1: Oh, I don't want to give myself (laughs) (laughs) Uh, for me just because I'm not, you know, I don't do my own accounting. So I'd say it's a little boring for me.
0: Most people think that, right? They think, oh, someone's sitting in a cubicle crunching numbers with a bunch of books and papers. But the reality is that accounting is way more than that in my experience in accounting was working with companies like google and facebook and working out of their offices and just experience and traveling all over the country with this accounting firm so it's a completely different um experience than what most people would think about accounting
1: no and and so now what did you do with that as soon as you graduated then you're, you're you get your degree now what
0: so while i was getting my degree i was doing internships getting those opportunities so trying to put my my foot uh on the on the on that door trying to um open up those opportunities and and here's the reason why so coming from a city like Louisville Kentucky those big accounting firms are not looking for people in Louisville Kentucky (laughs) so it's more challenging I know we hear about the schools um, or these companies only looking for um, students that come from either a specific city, a specific school. Well, University of Louisville was not on the map. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so even be, uh, getting that first opportunity what, was challenging.
1: And what, like, so what, what did you do to stand out from, from your competitors, I guess?
0: I, I would say it wasn't um, anything that I did to stand out. I think the, the one thing that helped me was just putting myself out there. I just applied. I was the only person from the University of Louisville that had ever applied to an internship program. What? Isn't that crazy? Yeah, that sounds just crazy. Just putting to me. yourself out there and then opportunities um, appear. Yeah. So they were interested in learning more about this random person who had applied. They sent me to Cincinnati to be part of a one day program to learn more about us, about our background, seeing if we were good candidates for internships. Okay. And then after that one day program, now, I. Now, is
1: this a specific uh company or what like was it a just a program yeah, no it put,
0: was uh, a specific company okay it's um the company is price waterhouse coopers yeah, pwc yeah, yeah, yeah so they were the ones um holding this program trying to um find good candidates for their internship programs yeah it's so that's the journey that i went through they had to get to cincinnati to be able to get that opportunity
1: and then and you took it I'm yes am how did that go
0: so five years in that company oh wow that's the company that brought me to chicago too
1: no way so, so they so, are the ones that relocated me so what was that like when i mean they presented you an opportunity that said hey we have this job in chicago do you want it and you're like of course yes yeah yeah jump all over it yeah well, how'd your family and I, I had
0: been to chicago a few times before but only to visit so i was sharing with you before the interview my parents loved coming to chicago uh, for the Colombian food we yes. don't have Colombian food in Louisville Kentucky so there was nothing <laughs> nothing
1: mean, wow that seems crazy to me
0: so they will drive five six hours just to get some food here that's crazy <laughs> it was worth it totally worth it <laughs> yes
1: so now you tell your parents I'm moving to Chicago how do they react
0: well it was a shocker for them you know yeah. I feel like our family has always been very close and just seeing their you know young daughter uh, I'm not even the oldest I'm right, the middle right. one moving away to a city by herself you know uh figuring out we, we don't know anybody here in Chicago yeah. mama was crying for days Aww. and uh but they have, they have always been very encouraging yeah. they always support me in all of my crazy ideas wherever I go my parents are my number one supporters that's amazing so that's why I appreciate them so much for everything that they have done
1: and how did your sister get involved with it I mean did she also go kind of the same route in terms of you know, getting an accounting degree?
0: No, their background is completely different. Okay. So she, um, her, her background is actually in healthcare. She worked in healthcare management for over 15 years. And so her path was completely different. We never thought our paths were actually going to cross. Yeah. Until I, uh, I moved to Chicago. I feel like Chicago gave me an opportunity to, I don't know, maybe step away from my comfort zone grow on the personal level. I did a lot of personal development. You know, I I didn't know a lot of people here at the beginning, Um, but I'm a very friendly person. So I (laughs) went to so many networking events. Uh, I got to meet a ton of people. I got to uh, meet amazing individuals. Um, I was very involved with 1871 with all the networking. I was going to networking events every single day for like five months.
1: You're getting yourself out there. Yes. Now, During this time, were you just networking for you personally, or were you doing it for business also?
0: Well, at this point, I was still working at PwC, and I wanted to mainly just meet people. Okay. You know, I'm in a new city by myself. I don't know the areas that I should go to, the areas I should not go to. And um, I just wanted to explore this beautiful city, and I wanted to just kind of absorb everything that I had to bring so that was kind of like my my goal with, with going to all these networking events and it's also a lot of fun so you know single by myself in this <laughs> city might as well go to networking events
1: hey it's a thing to do especially in the summertime i mean we've oh, been a yeah. little bit deprived this year but you know we'll get back there soon enough
0: yeah uh, it's beautiful i still tell all of my friends in louisville the best summers are here in chicago <laughs> oh,
1: they are they are we're, we're very lucky with our summers here but now how did that work out? Like, why did you leave uh, PwC and you started your own thing? Tell me a little bit about yeah. you know, that, that time in your life.
0: So I think it all goes back to that taking that next step. What is the next challenge? Uh, I became a CPA. I had an amazing career at PwC. I had just gotten promoted to a senior consultant. and uh, But I was still looking for, hey, what is that next um, chapter in my life? Mm-hmm. And one of the things that I was exploring was... Uh, having more of a bigger impact in my community. You know, even though I was working with all these fancy companies, Fortune 500 companies, it was a great experience. Mm. But it was like, okay, now how can I work in a career where I also feel like, hey, I'm making a difference Mm -hmm. in the lives of um, people like my family, people like my friends. And that's where this whole journey started. It was more of like self-discovery, trying to figure out um, what the next challenge would be, I spent a lot of time traveling, too, kind of like in the self-discovery phase. I, ha- I have friends just all over. And uh, now, uh, I think I was going through that age where I was also asking my friends, hey, well, what's next for you? Like, what is your purpose? And everybody just seemed lost, yeah. <laughs> really. Like, everybody didn't know what to answer. Everybody was like, okay, we, you know, we are successful young professionals. But what's next after you reach that mountaintop what is the next, I guess, mountaintop For to sure. reach? And uh, so I found myself there. And I think until I started looking, until I, I started looking into financial education, until um, entrepreneurship, I was in a way lost. Uh, I was reading a lot, I was um, networking a lot. And in one of those instances, I met a lady at a networking event. Actually, it was not networking, it was nonprofit. So I also did a ton, a ton of nonprofit work. And this lady was like doing... volunteering or? Yeah, volunteering. Oh, okay. And it was with the Girl Scouts. That's... all. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So I was volunteering with the Girl Scouts. And um, a lady was telling me that uh, the career that she had, she had a business around financial coaching. I was like, oh, wow, well, that's interesting. You know, even though I'm a CPA, I don't know everything about finances. So I started was, uh, wanting to learn about my own finances. I was reading books. I became really good friends with this individual. Her name is Blanca Sepulveda. And she became a mentor for me. She's an amazing individual. She's also very involved here in the community. Uh, But that was an opportunity to not only learn about it for myself, I realized that, hey, we have been here for almost 20 years. And nobody has ever sat down with my own family to teach my parents, how do you retire in this country? How do you save? How do you invest? They're not getting any younger, right? And, um, And then I started realizing that not only my parents were being left behind, everyone i knew was being left behind including myself so that's when the whole mindset shift happened it's like what's going on here you
1: found your purpose yes i'm like (laughs) what
0: if um, you know not only am i learning this for myself but what if i can teach others i can empower others through education and resources to also be able to have a better future for themselves and the next generations so that's the beginning uh, of this, uh, of pretty much this whole journey that has been the last few years. I ended up living PwC. I still have great friends there, some of the most talented people I ever, have ever met. Uh, I met them there. But um, that was an amazing chapter in my life. But then I transitioned from that into the world of, hey, not only bringing this education, having this impact in my community, but also building a business around it. Mm-hmm. And with that idea, I also decided to split my time. Also going back to Louisville, Kentucky, the community, the people that I knew. Uh, We have done a lot of things down there, like working with the mayor's office. We have worked with a lot of different organizations. And now we're also doing something similar, but in Miami, Florida, we're expanding. Wow. So... It's been an amazing journey.
1: What a journey. <laughs> now you leave, I mean, I'm assuming a steady paycheck to start your own business. Then, yes. right? What was that like? I mean, were you not scared or you just, do you not have that fear in you? And you just like, you just see the vision and you go for it.
0: It was something like that. Yeah. It was more of, hey, you know, I, I, I see the need, um, have confidence on myself. Um, I have my degrees and my CPA to back me up, worst case scenario. But uh, I guess I'm always a planner. I was like, okay, worst case scenario, talking about finances, I have my emergency fund to cover me for a year.
1: Oh, wow, good for you. Yes, I was
0: like, if something happens, worst case scenario, if this business doesn't work, I will not end up on the street for (laughs) for at least one year. So, and that allowed me to take that step. I had just gotten promoted too with the firm and leaving all of that behind to then come into the world of creating a business, um, you know working with clients building my credibility in the area of personal finance um what, what's difficult it's not building a business is never easy absolutely you know doing all the different areas of, of business but uh, i would say i probably have grown and my i would say my personal development has just accelerated the last few years since i started this business so uh, i wouldn't trade that for anything
1: that's amazing <laughs> and so now you're expanding what's what's the next mountain top for you
0: Yes, yeah, so I want to be able to not only impact the local, local communities, but now we're thinking all over the country. I feel like, you know, with challenges, there's always opportunities. Mm-hmm. So right now, with what we're seeing with the pandemic, not being able to meet uh, with clients in a physical location, you know, there's still not a vaccine. Mm-hmm. There's still a virus out there. Um, it gave us an opportunity to take a step back and review our business and also adapt. Yeah. So we have gone 100% virtual, and now we're able to not only help people in our l- local uh, communities, but all over the country. You know, now we have a platform, and, and everybody is down with technology mm-hmm. nowadays. Everybody mm-hmm. loves, loves be, that. Right? Zoom and Google Hangouts. So it, it, I would say it's a blessing within all these challenges to now be able to have that mobility and having a have a bigger impact than what I initially what was thinking i'm like oh well my you know the people that i know the community that i'm so used to but now we can go even further yeah. we can really make this into a movement where we can really impact and change people life people's lives all over this country
1: and at the end of the day ultimately what is it that they're investing in um you know what what are you teaching them on and then how how do people get involved with your business
0: yeah so what we teach them is pretty much all the areas of finance so we concentrate on what is called the six steps to financial independence so the first one being cash flow. Hey, most people don't know where their money is going. Mm-hmm. Money's coming in, money's coming out, and then what? So we show them how to control it. We talk about emergency funds. I I practice what I preach. That's the same thing that I, I've done all my, all my life. Hey, emergencies are going to happen. It's not if it's going to happen, it's when. For sure. You know, right now a lot of people are in an emergency. Mm-hmm. Right? A lot of people who have not been able to go back to work. Um, The statistics that I read the other day is that most people, the the average American only had $400 saved for this pandemic. So I think it's a big lesson for people to, hey, you got to be better prepared if this ever happens again. We also help people with debt, uh, being able to eliminate it, being able to come up with a plan on how to reduce the current debt that they have. Not have to go through bankruptcy or something like that. We also help families with protection, making sure that they're covering all their bases. Um, recently, I've had um, clients, and, and this one's really, it really hit me. Um, young, 23-year-old, he's one of my clients diagnosed with cancer. Oh, jeez. So, you know, at that age, it really puts it into perspective that life could happen mm-hmm. to anybody. And if they're not prepared, um, even just uh, with our work, we're at least able to help them on the financial side. Mm-hmm. Like, hey, if you're not able to go to work, at least you're going to receive a paycheck. At least you're going to have a backup where you can concentrate on getting well. A lot of people don't have that. Yeah. And they're big. They, instead of thinking about their health, they're thinking about how am I going to pay rent tomorrow, and you know, next and month. stressing them out and
1: causing them even worse. For you yes.
0: Know, yeah. So we teach people on the importance of, hey, make sure you're protecting yourself. You have a plan B. Uh, Then we also talk about wealth, how to invest, where to invest. Most people have no idea how their 401k works, you know, no employer sits down with you and teaches you, hey, these are the best options, this is what you have to select. Everybody's kind of guessing, like, oh, this this one sounds good, okay, good, take my my money out Mm -hmm. every single month. And it's kind of like a gambling game that everybody's playing, so we bring clarity about hey, what is actually happening with your money and let's come up with a plan on how to build wealth. And then we also talk about preservation. Hey, you're building all this and you have all these assets and you're building all this wealth. Where Well, what happens when you're no longer here? Yeah. What, is that, what does that legacy look like? And then we start talking about generational wealth, which I would say in our communities is something that many people just don't think about, but other communities do. Yeah. You know, Jewish communities, Asian communities, it's almost like a requirement to not only think about the now, but also to think about what happens to the next generation when they're not here. Yeah. Which, you know, learning more about that and getting more involved in those subjects, is it really opened my eyes about, hey, just bringing that knowledge to our communities could, gen- could change many generations to come.
1: For sure. No, for sure. Well, that's a lot. I mean, you're doing that's a lot. lot. It's yes. a lot. No, no, no. So who who ideally should be reaching out to you? Who, who, who are you working with or who would you like to work with ideally?
0: Yeah. So I work with a lot of um, entrepreneurs, you know, individuals who um, are starting a business or already have a business and they're trying to, you know, maybe they don't get benefits through work. Maybe they have to just think about their own financial future on their own. And what I usually see is that if they don't have their own personal finances in order, guess what? Their business mm-hmm. is not going to be in order yeah, either. Yeah, for sure. So I work with a lot of those individuals. Um, we also work with a lot of families, you know, newer families, you know, they're just getting started um, and they want to get their things in order. They want to be able to provide a good future for, for their kids. They're thinking about college savings, you know, those individuals who are serious about their financial goals, regardless of their age, those are people that I'm looking for.
1: Okay. Well, you heard it. If you fit that category, reach out to Maria um, directly or you can click on the link below. But, um, you know, Maria, I, I just want to thank you for, for sharing your story. I mean, I know you got quite the journey ahead of you, uh, but we're excited to, to continue to get to know you and, uh, you know, to see your business evolve. And I know you're going down to Miami. So, you know, I, I guess the other question I have before, before I let you go. <laughs> um, so with all that you're expanding to, is Chicago home?
0: yeah chicago it's always in my heart yeah so i have had some amazing experiences here um i fell in love with this city so you would have i i spent so much time just exploring every corner of this city um i lived uh the first two years in lincoln park so i would like ride my bike through the zoo literally (laughs) just so i could see all the um animals in the morning and i love you know the lake the river uh, I, I talk wonders about Chicago every time I travel anywhere anywhere else. So yeah, I, I love this city. Ah,
1: well, that that you know makes me feel good. <laughs> you know, we don't want to see you leave just yet. You've, you've only been here four years, and there's still so, so much more to explore in the city. So, uh, with that, I just want to thank you again uh, for joining us, sharing your story, and uh, yeah, we'll look forward to next time.
0: Thank you, and thank you for your time.